0: credit scores can be a hot topic in the personal finance space. Part of it is because they have such a huge influence on it, but they're not the end-all be-all. Learn how to make your credit score work for you while building up your finances. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Based on what I know and seeing how people react to them, I'm not a fan of obsessing over your credit score. However, I also realize it does have a huge impact on most people's finances. Lenders look at your credit score when deciding what rates you qualify for, and if you're looking at a big purchase, like a house, that can mean tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, over the life of your mortgage. Some insurance companies also take a portion of information from your credit report and use it to calculate your premiums. And depending on what industry you're working in, like banking, your employer may check your credit as a precaution. So I do get the concern on why you'd be interested in your credit score. But the problem comes up when I see people focused on it like it's the number that matters. So much so that they are willing to try bad advice and end up harming their finances just to get a higher score. I don't want you to be in that situation. The truth is, if you're interested in expanding your options, reducing your stress, and building financial freedom for your family, Then you need to understand how to make your credit report and score work for you. In this episode, we're going to get into how credit scores work, ways to raise your credit score, and what bad advice to avoid, and how to get your money in a situation where your credit score is an afterthought. Are you ready? Let's get started. First off, what is your credit score? Quite simply, your credit scores are calculated based on what is on your credit report. Many people, including myself years ago, use credit reports and credit scores interchangeably. While they are related, they are not the same. At its core, your credit report is a recorded history of your debt payments talking credit cards, car and student loans, and mortgages that allow lenders to determine your credit worthiness. Whether you get approved for a loan, how much interest you'll be charged, these are determined by what's in your reports. And as weird as it sounds, you have three reports because there are three credit bureaus tracking that data, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Now, what's in those reports? You do have personal information, like your name, home address, social security number. You also have financial information, like the loan accounts that you're carrying, that amounts that you owe, your payment history, the limits, and what you're utilizing. And your credit score is a number between 300 to 850 that each of the credit agencies assigns based on what's in your credit report. Now, technically, no one granted them permission to collect this data and there have been known problems with inaccurate reports. But this is the standard used by many lenders today. But if you're curious and want a quick run of the history behind credit agencies and the reports and the score, there's an incredibly good episode on Planet Money that I'll link to in the show notes. Now, having a good or high credit score can be beneficial because you can then qualify for better rates on your loans, Again, this is especially significant with your mortgage. And that's actually a situation where I had a family member reach out to me. Within this last year, she's finally paid off all of her non-mortgage debt. And that is an amazing accomplishment. But here's the kicker though. Her credit score went down. Why in the world would that happen? Because of how credit scores are calculated. When she paid the last off of those loans, that lender closed the account. And that's why I'm not a fan of credit scores. They're not really a good indicator of your financial health. In the past 10 years or so, I've seen some horrible advice given where people are trying to hack their credit score, but in the long run, it ruins their finances. I'm talking about garbage, like opening up several new accounts, typically credit cards, just so you can raise your score. And then offers from programs that say they will wipe away your bad credit scores overnight. So if you're looking to raise your credit score because you have a goal in mind, let's say that you wanna buy a house and wanna get the best rate, I'm gonna take you through how you can build your credit score without having to harm or hurt your long-term finances. Let's start with the key factors that go into your report and are used to calculate your credit score. I'm going to list them in order of weight. Your payment history, the amount of debt owed, length of credit history, new credit, and types of credit. So if you wanna get the best score possible, you need to focus on these key factors one at a time. Since your score is based on what's in those credit reports, you better make sure that they get it right. With credit scores being used by so many lenders to figure out what one's credit worthiness is, you would think that these reports would have a high degree of accuracy, but you'd be wrong. According to one estimate, more than one in five consumers have a potentially material error in their credit file. And what happens is that makes them look riskier than they really are in lenders' eyes. Now, it used to be that you could go to annualcreditreport.com to get your reports from all three bureaus for free every year. I don't know if I would call this a bonus of having to go through this pandemic, but you now can get your credit reports for free every week. If you find a mistake, you can then submit a note through the credit bureau, which means creating an account with them. And then you also wanna reach out to the lender to make sure that that is fixed on their side as well. Typically, this can take 30 to 45 days to resolve, but with everybody dealing with the pandemic and systems getting backed up, it may take longer right now. Okay, second step. So your credit report looks good, it's accurate. Let's move on to the meat. Improving your payment history. Your payment history by far has the biggest influence on your credit score. You want to have a consistent history of paying your bills on time. If you already have that history, you've put yourself in a great spot. Well done. If not, don't worry. The first step is to make sure you're current with your bills and loans. Here's where bad advice can come in and ruin you. Some may tell you to prioritize your credit cards over your essentials. Don't do that. Instead, make sure you have the critical bills taken care of. I'm talking housing, food, necessary transportation, and health. And we've done an episode on how to build a sustainable budget that you can keep earlier in the season, so I'll link up to that. You can use that framework to then create a budget that fits you and your goals and organize everything. You can then start building up that history and saving yourself time by scheduling your payments out using online bill pay through your bank or credit union. I know some creditors and bills like to do auto draft, but based on our personal experience and hearing from others, I like having the control on my side. The second key factor is looking at the amount you owe. While having regular activity on your accounts is important in the eyes of lenders, carrying too much debt is going to put a financial strain. So be sure to pay your balances quickly. Again, scheduling your payments can help you. If you decide to use credit cards, then make sure after you make the purchase that you schedule the payment. Related to the amount you owe is your credit utilization ratio. Basically, how much of your available credit are you using? If your credit utilization is high, your score will be negatively affected. Lenders like to see low ratios of 30% or less. Now, an example of some horrible advice I've seen about raising your score in this area is that they want you to open new accounts just so you can have that credit utilization ratio go down and therefore raise your score. If you're a family pursuing financial freedom, you're going to want to veer away from this nonsense advice. Remember, we're looking at raising your score without raising more needless risk or temptation to your finances. Never spend more money just to build your credit. It's a losing game. Ideally, what you need to be focused on is paying off your balances each month. Less stressful that way. And here's the kicker when you have a history of paying your credit cards in full, typically they will make offers to raise your rate. So don't focus on opening all these accounts. Instead, have a history, if you're gonna use these credit cards, to pay them off in full. Now, I wanna kind of make a note here because this is a special situation that I wanna talk about. Now, say you are considering getting a mortgage and you're gonna go the traditional route with lenders. Let's say you did the smart move and you've paid off that unnecessary debt. You have a choice to make. You may close the account if you want to right away or if you're trying to get that slightly higher credit score for your mortgage, temporarily keep the account open. Once you secured your mortgage rate, then you can go ahead and close that account. Your credit score will still be affected and you may see a drop, but as I'll talk more in just a bit, it might not really matter in the end. Remember, we're looking long-term with your finances. So those are the key factors you should be focusing on when you're trying to raise your credit score and improve your finances. And I do want to mention, in terms of giving yourself more options down the line and having a bit more freedom with your cash flow, it's good to have a plan to pay off your debts. Getting rid of high interest debt like your credit cards can be a huge win as you're not being sucked into those ridiculous interest rates. And you're also gonna be putting yourself in a position where your credit score isn't such a big deal. As you're knocking out your credit card debt, your car and student loans, and putting extra towards that mortgage, at each step you'll be less and less dependent on your credit score. Think about it, when you're completely debt free How important would your credit score be now? You may find that you're much happier and less stressed out by not playing the credit score game anymore. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions about credit scores or want to dig into the details of improving it along with your finances, I'll have the resources you need over in the show notes at Simplify and Enjoy. And since this is the home buying season, yes, even with the pandemic. I just want to mention, if you're looking for some competitive rates with mortgages and you're in the Raleigh Triangle area of North Carolina, please check out Coastal Credit Union. Their rates on mortgages are fantastic. Yes, I know they're sponsors of the podcast, but I highly recommend them. My mom recently was comparing rates and she went with them for her mortgage. So if you want to find out more, just go to bankbetter.org. And don't forget, you can also join the community where you'll get the latest podcast, articles, and videos sent straight to you. It's free and it's fun. All you have to do is sign up at simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. Next week on the podcast, we're going to a foundational question, finding your FI number. But now with the perspective of going through the craziness of 2020. So how do you figure out how much you need and how do you create a path going forward towards that goal? So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Radio Public, and Spotify. Our music today was from Lee Rosevere and different artists from Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate you reaching out, asking questions, and sharing your favorite episodes. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.